Here we are. Great. You're listening to Heavy Breather. Oh, you know, Heavy Breather. You know, I was listening to one of the X, uh, uh, X-ray shows. I, can't, I don't know which one it was, but it was like, it was kind of R&B-ish. And they had, they obviously paid somebody to do like the in-between, or maybe they did it. They're just good at it. But it was just mm-hmm. like in-between. It was like, you're listening to Joe, 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 Joe. We need that kind of stuff. Yeah, I want to hire like what someone that did it like in the '90s there for like yeah. a sports radio station. And now he's he's starting to get a little senile, but he's still got yeah. the, he's got the the magic. You know, he hasn't he hasn't uh, you know gone full uh, into his own, yeah. own recesses of his mind. So he could still do it. You know, put a mic in front of him it would be like muscle memory, and he would yeah. he'd bang it out for us. Or we could get like a celebrity to do it. You know, someone really famous uh, like John Wayne Gacy or, or Johnny Depp something like that mm-hmm. and they would come on and they would talk they would just do the show for us actually which would be much be nicer yeah I, I, whenever I for I feel like a couple of weeks ago whenever I'd go online I would just see those pictures of Johnny Depp like wallowing in his own vomit because I guess his wife is oh, suing yeah. him or something well, I was I was I was seeing pictures of him and I was just, I, I swear I thought it was Tony Clifton you know the Andy Kaufman's alter ego oh, it's a Tony Clifton it's like it's a Johnny Depp what's the come here for a second <laughs> you know, I got my name the Jackie on, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. He looks good. Hey, my name. That's, the people don't realize Johnny Depp talks like. Hey, my name is Johnny Depp. I look at my leather jacket. You know, yeah. he's got real, women love that. They go crazy for him. They go nuts for it. There was that one picture of him. He had like his his like coffee table with like the two rails of coke and then like a weird like a big glass of whiskey. Oh yeah, I got and, I got into a K hole about that. He said that cocaine does, it calms him. He's like it's like ther- he does cocaine therapeutically. Right. Sure. That's what I mean. You know, everyone knows this. Cocaine started as a, uh, a medicinal. You know, yeah. you go to the doctor. He'd say, oh, "I've got a cough. Uh, my baby's crying or whatever," and they'd say, "Take some of this." It'll, it'll fix you up. So now he's the doctor, just, the doctor is a guy on the street, and he's mixing baby laxatives and uh, <laughs> melamine and whatever kind of stuff he's got in his shed to to, yeah. to get to get a couple extra bucks, you know, because he can't make any money unless he's, he cuts it a little bit, and then you know. Right. I will say probably he Johnny Depp. I don't. I don't know. He's. I was going to say he's rich enough that he probably gets uh, cocaine. That's not. He, um, probably, he prefers the street stuff. Yeah, he he, he likes it that way. Yeah. Feels better, but I think he's actually broke. So is he? Oh. Hey, this Johnny Depp here. Come here for a second. Come here. It's Tony Clifton. Right? <laughs> that's yep. in my brain. That's what Tony Clifton sounds like. But I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, if you're I just tuning a, in, this oh, is yeah. uh, the Johnny Depp show. Uh, Johnny Depp. On the Johnny X-ray. Depp chat. We just talked about right? Johnny Depp. Yeah, we've been doing this show for I don't I think six years now on on X Ray. They great. we were just talking about Johnny Depp one day, and uh, you know the the owner of X Ray heard us, and he said, "I gotta get you guys on the air. You gotta talk about this stuff. You gotta talk about and, this stuff." And we, here we yeah, are. some of them we just you know some episodes we just you know read the scripts from Twenty One Jump Street or uh, mm-hmm. uh, mostly mostly Island of Doctor Moreau though. I mean, we're pretty much we're we're doing a lot. Of, is he in that? <laughs> uh, it's Val Kilmer, same difference. We're kind of yeah, the same guy. Kind of the same guy. I like Val Kilmer better because he's got bigger teeth. He's got bigger features, and that and I trust people who have uh, very extremely big features. Yeah, I've well, Val Kilmer's kind of got like a wider face, but I, but Depp is his face is getting wider, it's so getting I think wider. he's he's trying to gain on him. But Val Kilmer has that that uh, vein in the top of his head, and his and his you know his it pulses 
rhythmically and it's very calming and very satisfying and I could sit and watch I watch his movies just for that I, and I, what I do is I, I put them on my computer and I, I zoom in so that you can see his, that and it's basically like you know tantric yoga kind of a thing right, uh, you know. right. well it's like it's like a binaural beat where it's pulsating at yeah. your uh, brain wave frequency but it's just his vein pulsating yeah. and it, it, your brain sinks with it and it yeah. calms you down and his heart is connected to mine and the, the tr- uh, you know the tantricity t- tantricity of it mm-hmm. all the tan- tantricness right. it's overwhelming he, and I'm almost you know I'm in another dimension yeah he stubs his toe and you feel it yeah exactly we eat the same creamed corn you know yep. when, when he eat cream, eats creamed corn I taste it and my and my tummy grumbles Mm-hmm. You know, and then I have to go to the bathroom. Right. It's it's it is spoiled cream corn a little bit. You didn't look at the label, and he it's been it, it expired. And you know, now you got to, you got the runs, and you're going to be in the bathroom all day. I think this is the microaggressions people are talking about. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, if you talk about diarrhea too much, then that I mean, yeah. for me, that is a microaggression because I don't because I'm I'm uh, sensitive about my uh, diarrhea condition, and I don't like people to you know know about it and then if i have to talk about it on the air in front of you know thousands of listeners and then you know it just spirals from there and you know in a good way you get you, in a good way you get you spiral into mentally fit mentally healthy yeah it's like it's like the the horseshoe theory i get so insane i become the the most sane it's like a double horseshoe it's like two or three horseshoes it's like an ouroboros where right. i'm looping around and I've become the, I have the perfect mind. That sounds beautiful. I can solve complex equations. I never, I never learned calculus, but I can look at a, a blackboard full of calculations and solve it. I don't believe you. I can, I could, I could, you know, graph out the, 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 the velocity of a, a rocket exiting the Earth's atmosphere. I could shrink you to a tiny human and I would mm. put you in a syringe and I would oh, yeah. inject you into I've seen that movie I would inject you into somebody, Short. somebody famous like Ted Bundy or you know and you would go around in in this person's heart in their veins and you would have an adventure you know yep well, is that, be, that movie would, the movie yeah but the movie would be called mannequin 2 for some <laughs> reason <laughs> yeah what is that movie called inner space inner space Starring uh, Martin go, Short. You go inside Martin Short's body, and you're you're zooming around in there. The, Tom you know, the Hanks, movie, the movie goer. Yeah, Tom Hanks is driving the little ship. He's driving the ship, but he's the he's the maniac doctor too. He plays two roles in the movie, and he's constantly bullying everybody in the doctor's office, and uh, you know runs runs a real tight ship. Yep. He like ends up in the in Meg Ryan, and then they have to he has to get back into Martin Short's. They have to make love so he can pass through his body fluids and that doesn't work so then what they're doing is they're doing a series of uh tra- you know transfusions tr- blood transplants and they're just constantly transplanting the bloods uh, you know of a bunch of different people and like and martin short's traveling around and inside of these people's bodies inside of their uh pancreas right so so uh what's his name is shrunk down in in tom hanks is inside martin short then martin short gets shrunk down inside uh another right. guy so they're double shrunk. They and they, you know, at the end, they, they everyone dies because they they get stuck in in the guy's uh, artery in his leg and he gets deep vein thrombosis because he takes a plane. You know, he's going up in a plane because that's where you get deep vein thrombosis, 
which is also my, the name of my uh, heavy metal band in high school. <laughs> that was the original name of the movie was Deep Vein Thrombosis, yeah. but deep, deep Vein. But they were like trying to make it like Deep Deep Vein Thrombosis Fun, you know, Deep Vein Thrombosis Space. Yeah, trying to put a spin on it, make it good, you know, make it a box office, give it some box office appeal. Danny Glover, Martin Short, Tom Hanks, Sissy Spacek. Yeah. You know, Ron, yeah. Ron Howard. Yeah, they are. You know, they did all those movies together for that period of time. Yeah, everyone. You know, just equated. If you saw, if you saw Martin Short in a movie, then you're like Sissy SpaceX right around the corner. She's coming out. She's gonna play his lover. Well, you know, there's gonna she's be a really long scene. She did it to his leg. She's going in his leg. And there's a weird, weird <laughs> sexual uh, overtones about that. The injections. There were a lot of movies in the 80s about like changing people's size. There's like the Honey, I Shrunk the yeah. Kids. There's like, oh, there's got to be some sort of psychological, you know, breakdown you could do culturally where you could, you could pinpoint why we were fixated on this and why yeah. we needed to tell these stories and then how those stories manipulated me as a boy. Now a man. I'm a grown man now. Well, I think I part have... of that part of that is the movie. You know, if 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 I were in the '80s and I were to write somebody to say, hey, "We need to get on this thing. We write a movie." In my movie, I wouldn't add. It wouldn't be about a, a young boy that they got into a, a a man's body and then made love to a grown as a as a as a child, an eleven year old child, right? In a grown man's body, make love to a grown woman. I wouldn't put that in my movie. Yeah. But I think that that's what's what's I think because the movie Big had that in the movie, I think I have all kinds of psychological disturbances. Yeah, I think Big fits within this this oeuvre of um, yeah. you know Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Inner Space, Big, uh, the Shrinky Dink Boys. I mean, it's all it's like you know, it's definitely changed my perception of like you know who I'm attracted to, you know, and it's definitely uh, it's always been older, and at, let's put it this way: at this point, it's um pretty much. I'm pretty much at the graveyard on the weekends, yep. if you know what I mean. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of speed dating at the graveyard. I'm just trying to dig up whatever I can. Yeah, someone's gonna she get mad was, at that. What? Who? What? 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 You're, you're. We're getting. We're probably doing some microaggressions at the uh, at corpses. Corpses. But she was. She was like a. Uh, you know, his his superior at at work too. So I think that's got something to do with it too that that is an important factor right and he sleeps in a in a uh, bunk bed and so that's why you have a bunk bed now yeah, it's true make make your wife why and so the reason that, why you sleep in a manger is because you're obsessed with the bible right you think that there's health benefits to sleeping in a manger and you're always you're talking about it i watched uh the passion of the christ when i was a kid and it yeah. influenced me very much yeah, I I have been living my life. What's the one impression? That's not the one. With, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, Christ superstar. Uh, no, uh, with uh, with uh, Bell Biv DeVoe, uh, Willem Dafoe. Um, yeah, Jesus Christ superstar. No, no, no. What is it? Anyway, yeah, that's the one. The last temptation of Christ. Last temptation. Speaking of the last temptation of Christ, I saw that there was a cop. He was like a murderous cop, this horrible cop here, and he like immediately became a pastor of some church. And then he was like, "Ah, eh, I gotta go back." And then went. Now he's in like Beaverton, being a horrible cop, killed people, and you know, rough people, just messed, messing up, terrorizing, terrorizing the community. Isn't that a yeah, nice that, thought? That's that the thing about thought? cops. You can just be as terrible as 
humanly possible yeah. and then you just get you just get transferred or you just voluntarily be like yeah, i'm gonna go move this other town and just do the same thing over again yeah or not even move you just you just do the terrible things and then uh people kind of shrug or yeah. you you go on you know well, he retired he retired i mean he got like some pension i'm sure and then he went back and made like over 100 grand a year or whatever he's he's he said he's back to the old me you had to go back. People, you know, it's like I get it. You, and then people are like, uh, you know, let's remove the statues. And I, I, people don't realize how progressive Portland is. That you know, they 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 got rid of that Portlandia statue downtown. Right, finally, and they they replaced it with a statue of John Hinckley Jr., a hero. <clears throat> and it's up there. Yep, that's you know that makes me proud to who have been a Portlander yeah. is replacing the, the Portlandia statue with John Hinckley Jr. And he's yeah. holding the gun. He's pointing it at yeah. uh, Reagan. Yeah. And in the front, he's pointing the gun at Reagan. But when you go to the other side of it, it's, it's like much later. And it's like, he's one of his evening, evening uh, strolls on the compound where he was, where he was serving his time. Right. Well, he's out. I, we talked about it. Right. He's out. He he got out, and he was he did an interview where he said, "I want to be a rock and roll band he wants now." To do rock and roll stuff. And uh, you know, obviously, that was appealing to us. We're musicians. We we know how to write a rock and roll song. Yeah. We could have been his band. We could travel you know? with him, take him around. I don't. Know, I'm not sure he's uh, allowed. This would have to be. I have a feeling right. he can't go within a certain radius. I would guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he can't. We would he only can't, tour around the Reagan compound. Yeah, he can't fly into the Reagan airport. Yeah. We would they only play like places like Reagan's birthplace, you know, places <laughs> famous places Reagan lived. Mm-hmm. The in, tour. In the, we'd have one of those uh, like those those cool sprinter vans with the TV in the back, and we'd just watch old uh, Reagan yeah. movies. Him with I the, wanted the to be a hero. But I failed at being a hero. I tried to take my <laughs> shot, but it got lost. Is that a Hinkley, it's Hinkley, Hinkley original? Hinkley original. <laughs> and we're just, and you know, and he's like, no, no, no. I want three bass players. Yeah, this you know, I, I have a vision. Of, it's have a triple vision. bass. <laughs> Jody Foster need, you know, didn't Jody Foster t- tell him that he needed to kill Reagan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he was like doing it to, he impress, to impress her. Impress, he wanted to impress her. That's right. And who Which I don't impressed? know. She was, yeah, to be honest with you, she was she was quite impressed. It is an impressive thing. It is an impressive. Wow, you <laughs> shot the president for me. You shot Reagan. You shot Ronald Reagan. Wow. Well, you can't you can't do anything other than say wow at that. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. More more morality aside, you know what? You know, like yeah, maybe there's a. I'm sure there's a valid uh, moral argument that you can make that says, hey, maybe shooting Reagan was morally wrong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Still, put that aside for a second and just... But it just added to the rich soup of of American history. Yeah, it's still just an impressive act, and it's a historical act. It was was kind of the... That would be like uh, the clams and the the cuttlefish part of the the stew Mm. in that situation. Yeah, kind of just a bit of filler. It's cheap. It's cheap and and fishy tasting. You just throw it in there and add some you know weight by volume. What if I mean? What if the songs are fantastic? I think you know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's got. He's brilliant. He he's uh, he's got some. He's got like the magic touch. 
It's one, right song, hits. it's one of his songs called The Magic Touch. <laughs> I've got the magic touch, except I missed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's really thinking about this stuff. Look, you gotta, you gotta write what you know. Yeah. That's what they say. So, who can blame him? God bless but him. Yeah, I, I, do, I feel like I need to check in on him. I need to do a Google or something. I wonder if he's got social media. He's got an Instagram. Yeah, I'm sure. I could, I could check him out. He's living he's with his mom tender. or whatever. He's probably dating. He's probably, he's probably going nuts. He's probably killing it out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah, I mean, like when we were talking about, you know, taking him on tour, it did make me yeah. think of the, the lady that married wanted to, she did she marry uh, Manson? Manson she she wanted to and then but she he found out to. about their their scheme to to uh to embalm him and, and sell tickets right. to see his body and so well, they we decided. so we marry John Hinckley jr. right do a little double marriage well, we become we, what we do is we could adopt him I think we could we could that makes sense you know, take, that makes more sense take control of him you know physically and mentally and yes yeah, so I think he he was like let out because he could he had to live with his mom. So there's right. some rule about him living with the family. So we say, yeah, he's gonna live with us now. We're his dads. Yeah, we're his, it, we're his dads. He, you know, we're gonna keep an eye on him. He's gonna be a good boy. He's gonna for be us. an extremely good boy. And we're gonna travel. He's gonna have extensive. <laughs> we're gonna put him on the road. He's gonna earn it's a gonna living. Be fun. <laughs> John Hinckley Jr. plays the hits. Please. <laughs> Help me! They're t- they're holding me hostage. You would be a star. Come on. They would just think have it's one of his songs. He does it every show, you know. He says that every show, right at the end. Yeah. It's like God, people start so, people start requesting it. They're yeah, like, they, do the one where you scream for help. Scream for help. You're being <laughs> held hostage by these two men. <laughs> I love that song. It's a good song. He's gonna. He'll be like. He gets so famous. He's gonna be on the View. He'll be on Ellen. They're gonna interview him. He'll like. He'll like do a little. You know. They'll do yeah. a funny little bits where he talks about like how to load a gun. And they'll laugh. Sounds nice. And we come out. And we do a song. Yeah, we do a couple songs. Everyone's. Everyone has a lot of questions about it. Yep. God bless him. Someday, once once uh, you know the plague ends, uh, the world stops ending, the apocalypse goes on pause, yep. and we can pick this up. Our dream. My name is John Hinckley, and I'm sleeping in a manger. I tried to shoot the president, but I <laughs> missed. You know, it will be like do 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 the three bases. Yeah. yeah, three. It's like imagine Neil Young, Crazy yeah. Horse, but with three bass players. And then like an opera singer too, like in the singing the exact same thing. <laughs> that he <I> sings, <laughs> but much louder than him. <laughs> much louder. It's really cha- and really chaotic, heavy metal drums. <laughs> and then a child yeah. crying. Yeah, like yeah, just triple speed drums. I would listen to it. It'd probably be good. R- rolling bass line. I want to see that. Yep. Let's call him up. I bet. I bet you just find his number pretty easy online. John Hinckley Jr. contact info. John Hinckley Jr. phone number. Phone number. Home address. Probably not hard to find. No. Anyway, if you've you've just tuned in, you're listening to uh, John Hinckley Jr. chat. Hinckley chat. 
we're just trying to figure out what he's about, what he's doing, where he is, why there's so many statues of him popping up all over the United States. You know, they're just yeah, like wh- popping up like wh- mushrooms, like spores. Where are they coming from? What's well, like those, you know, there's, there's popular uh, podcasts like my favorite murder or whatever all the everyone's like obsessed with you know true crime murders and yeah. it's ladies getting drunk and talking about people being uh disemboweled but we're kind of doing that but just very specifically about johnny just, just about him though yeah and it, you know if if uh the my favorite murder ladies can make millions of dollars doing this and you know we can make you know 20 bucks a month i guess we got we got what we do is we just set up a bunch of video cameras around his house baby monitors and we just and we just have a live feed and it could be like that like kind of like the surgery channel growing up like that it's just all john hinkley milling around in his house you know playing the playing the acoustic guitar trying to write songs yeah yep, going to the bathroom he goes to the bathroom a lot making milkshakes i don't know what he's doing in there drinking holy water Is there footage of him doing it? Uh, I don't know. Let's Google it. This is the part of the show where we Google and we just kind of. Yeah, there is the footage. Um, yeah. Someone posted on Twitter. They they put the uh, the theme music from King of the Hill over it. Oh, nice. It <clears throat> worked pretty good. Yep. It is. It is a, a tragedy that somebody else got shot and was in a wheelchair for for the rest of their entire life that is one bad thing about it that is true it's not it's not good but there are so many other good things and i'm not saying that they outweigh (laughs) (laughs) yes like chocolate tastes good but it gives you diabetes yeah it's not all good. I'm going to visit Ronald Reagan's grave behind the Target in Akron, Ohio. <laughs> That's where he's buried, behind the Target, near the I dumpsters. I don't know why they put him there, but, you know, it is a kind of beautiful in its own way. If, you, if you, you're the kind of person that can find beauty in the ordinary, then, yeah. But the sad thing is, is you know, I hate to say it for Reagan's family, although his son probably wouldn't care. Uh, John Hinckley, in his will, he did put that he, he wants to be buried in with Ronald Reagan. And, you know, once it's in your will, it's... It's his will. It's physically, you know, it's you, the, you, it's you, the police would, would... If you interfere, you would be arrested. Yeah, this is his, his, his will and testament. His testament. He, he testamented that he want. This is what he wants. What are you gonna? You cannot deny a man's last wish. I will not have peace. Do you understand? My spirit and my soul will be constantly look. Basically, what he did, he said, "Look." He told the uh, he told the judge. He said, "Look, I will haunt you after I'm dead, unless you do this." <laughs> yeah. and, and the judge believed him. Yeah, he said, "You have to put me in Reagan's grave, and I need to be spooned by Reagan, like yeah. he's spooning me from behind." my back to his front and he's his like face he's like, is or I picture it's like put me in like a spider position and rest Reagan in like you know like leaning back like he's in a real comfy chair and then mm. you put his Reagan's fingers on his mouth like he's smoking a cigarette <laughs> that would be cool too yeah and also you throw a bunch of bags of Doritos and Funyuns down in there and close you it gotta up put, you gotta put the Funyuns uh, some Fago oh, but oh, just don't forget also we would also have uh a camera, you know, live, a live feed of that. 
just so yeah, you can watch it. In the, in the whole setup would be inside a kind of like a Pope Mobile sort of thing where the, and it just would drive through America yeah. from town to town. Projecting people it. Could, projecting people into could. the sky at like 7,000 feet in the air. <laughs> it would just... It's like a screeching noise blaring, so yeah, people blaring. had to. They, they they couldn't ignore it. You have no, to. You look. can't sleep for it. Even if you're deaf, you can't sleep through it. You have to wake the, up and stare the into the sky. <laughs> you can feel it. <laughs> oh no, Reagan's <gasps> what corpse. Is that? The corpse truck what, is driving is through that? again. Just so macabre. You just see like these two bodies inside of a tomb, but it's like a baby monitor. <laughs> We do talk. Uh, well, I do. I talk a lot about John Hinckley Jr. I'm th- because I, you know, I'm going to write his biography based on just the very little that I know about him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Look, I know that he shot, is, tried to shoot Reagan. Pretty I know much. he has an interest in rock and roll music <laughs> he now. Has an interest in rock and roll, and he was sh- being shuffled around. I mean, because he he had been like super low, l- low. Uh, you know what he he'd been like kind of like a mental institution, but like super low. Uh, What's the word for it? Security. Uh, he was just doing his he thing. He was just kind of wandering around, making, you know, doing you know, doing rock and roll. And that's the other thing. It's like he was doing rock and roll there, and he was very popular there. I mean, all the doctors and nurses, everybody loved, bought his CDs. Yep, they would buy his, buy his CDRs, they would burn. They could listen to his tunes on, the, on their disc man. Just listen just while they're doing stuff, while they're operating, while they're, while they're uh, removing a ball, gallbladder, cauterizing a lung. Yeah, you know? doing, was, doing a lobotomy. They, they're putting his tunes on while they're hammering a, a spike in. Just lobotomies all day, just working so hard, putting in an eight-hour shift lobotomizing. <laughs> I, I got to go to the, the lobotomy factory to earn a living. God. I, I gotta keep I, a roof under my over my head. I mean, would it be bad to be lobotomized? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what it would feel like. I mean, maybe it'd be maybe good. It'd be good. Just ah, just to relax. Yeah, it's like just imagine you had a pressure, yeah. and then it was released. Yeah, I, I would like to, I would like to have that, but then, but keep my horny levels going, you know, so that I could, you yeah. know, so I'd be, I'd be kind of a pest for my caretaker, you know. <laughs> just all of a sudden it's like oh god he's in heat again and I'd be like, <laughs> like I'd, he, I'd be hee-hawing like a donkey you know like like, like yeah. my, my chest would be pumping and moving around you know and just like yeah. my downstairs area is just you know they would they call you the, they'd call you the horny lobotomist I don't know yeah. if the lobotomist oh, no, no, no. is I, yeah yeah, lo- lobot- yeah. is that the someone that gives lobotomies yeah. not someone that receives them yeah, because they don't tell you also, you know, they say that's why, that, you know, when the old folks home and hospice, you know, people went right before they die, they get extremely horny <coughs> and it's and, and also strong. So it's very hard for the people taking care of those people. That's true. It's a fact. People don't want to talk about it, but that's why they pump the blues so loud in those places. Yeah, he's trying trying to disorient people so they don't you know get get too worked up. No, I don't I don't mean good blues. I mean it's like blues done by by uh, um, Def Leppard, like Def Leppard's blues album from 1998. <laughs> they play they play that. 
we made to do it blues album do you remember when when that that fake thing it was like one of the first kind of funny hoaxes that happened where it was like shared around it was like oh no phil collins lost his arm and it was like a picture of him he's like i haven't been around because i lost my arm but i'm coming back to music i'm getting into it or whatever and people were sharing it and it was just some stupid hoax I I don't remember that. Maybe maybe it was just a dream. A beautiful Um, dream I had. I feel like a lot of celebs they like to do um, blues albums. Like, um, oh my god, what's his name? the the uh, The guy that did the action movies in the eighties, the the ponytail, Mel Gibson. Yes, thank you. He did one, yeah. Um, His blues album is really cool because it's all about Christ and about, but it's all, it's only songs about how Christ is being whipped, you know, just bleeding, you know, just just talking about the mess and the blood and just like the the pain that's being inflicted on, on the Christ. Bruce Willis. He, I think he did an album as a blues, blues album. Jay Leno blues. Yeah. He plays the blues. He plays the guitar with his feet though. He just leans back in a hammock, and, he, and his feet are, are on a guitar, and he just stares, and just a little bit of like water, a little bit of like uh, dribbles come out of his mouth. Yes, but who am I thinking about? The the action guy. He still makes movies. Oh, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Thank yeah. you. But he's made blues albums. He's yes. a great bluesman. He's a bluesman. He wears, the thing is, he got long hair, he wears a ponytail, he does, he puts glasses on, you know, sunglasses, and he, look. He he puts on a kimono, and he looks good in it. Yeah. No one can deny it. Maybe yeah, he's, he's, like, of, yeah, he's got like seven different nationalities that aren't his going on, off at once. He's got a kimono, he's got, and like a dashiki underneath it. Yeah, <laughs> and he's singing the blues. And he's singing the and blues. He's, and he's also like a weird right winger creep, is he? I think. Oh, that's a bummer. I think so. He's a bad boy. It's like that guy, uh, um, Midnight Cowboy dude, super creepy guy. He got the, he got the, the, uh, you know, John Lewis guy. I was looking, I saw that he got the, you know, the presidential medal mm-hmm. of honor. And then I was like, oh, this guy did. I can't remember his name, but he was an anaconda. And I thought, I thought that was probably why. He, Trump gave him the... Uh, oh, yeah. What's his name? Um, uh, John Voight. John Voight. Yeah. He's like, look, you were an anaconda and probably <laughs> anaconda too, for all I know. Here is the presidential medal, medal of honor. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that anaconda. video of him getting it. It's just like it's very unsettling. It's unsettling. It's like really quiet and strange. And yeah, he it's gets very, up and like does like a dance and you're just it's like, a weird, weird dance. It's very Lynchian. It is, it is very Lynchian. Like yeah, I thought that those were edited. Like, but but well, yeah, because what's his name did edit them, but right. I mean he didn't need to because it's just creepy anyway. Yeah, super creepy. Uh, should we take our, our little break? We take a tiny break. We're almost done, but we'll take a tiny break anyway. We'll take a tiny break. Okay, this has been heavy breather. Hinkley chat. We'll be back in a minute.
Are we back? We're back. Heavy breather. Uh, so my 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 daughter's birthday is coming up, and you know I was like, "What can you do?" It's been so boring. So I got her a bouncy castle just for the day, but it was super cheap, which is kind of creepy. I was like, "Why is it only one hundred and twenty dollars for this?" It just seems wrong. I don't know why. It seems like it should be more. Yeah, it's like uh, it's, it, it hasn't. It's never been cleaned. No. There's something that's been tainted somehow. Yeah, exactly. Like people have died on it. And not, yeah. only, not only have the stains not been washed away, it is haunted. And your, your, I'm your sure, daughter will get a fright once when she's on it. I'm sure people have died in a bouncy castle. Oh, sure. Just statistically, it's happened numerous times, probably at least once in every state. Yeah. In our nation, our great nation. Oh, I guarantee it. They're filled with poltergeists, those things. Aggressive specters. It, they don't retire a bouncy castle castle when someone dies in it. They just yeah. kick the kick the corpse out and then move it on to the next birthday party. But by the way, I think you know the one that Bobby Brown was familiar with. That's not a poltergeist. That's something in between a specter and a poltergeist. They're, they're a little bit more benevolent and, and, and really, really tantric. <laughs> I still don't know what tantric means. I I don't ever want to know. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. He's like a cosmonaut. He he yeah. you know explores like the beyond the grave, beyond yeah. a normal human comprehension. Bobby Brown, yeah, famous. Goes, he goes far R&B back. I mean, he, he he makes love to to ghosts from from the twelfth century. You know, it's I mean, like a it's, hobby of his. Yeah. He, yeah, he's like a, you know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I, I, I I'm gonna check out someone from 1600s or make you know, love to Charlemagne, right? Just for fun, just so just I can, for fun. just to experience it. Consensual, yes, yeah, it's consensual. But yeah, uh, but yeah. So I got my my daughter this uh, this this uh, kids. It's like a kids game. It's called Time to Operate. And it's like essentially like you can operate on, you know, body parts and stuff. And it's, you know, it's like made to be like real or whatever. But I was thinking about, you know, you go on the dark web and probably get the real thing if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially, you know, the, the market has collapsed, you know. Yeah. Well, we're, we're uh, you know, in the early stages of a, uh, another Great Depression. So you can buy body parts for really bargain basement prices. Now is the time if you want, if you're looking for one. A, you know, an organ, some organ meat. Get on there. Download that Tor browser. Just to see a guy running away from your your house, and you look, and there's just a box with dry ice misting misting coming <laughs> <laughs> coming out of it. Yeah, just like a leaky cardboard box. Yeah. The corners are like mushy because they're they've gotten soaked. We we don't have much time because I I gotta go pretty soon. But but can we? Can I just want to mention about the the police brutality that's happening in Portland and. You know, I, I don't know. We have a lot of Portland listeners. We have people other places. So I want to explain that, you know, it's it's crazy and it's real what's happening. All the uh, the feds are out of control. Um, and they and they are instigating. I mean, it's like people are protesting peacefully and then they start shooting, you know, gas canisters at people's heads and, and bust them open. Yeah. I mean, I saw footage from a friend that sent me some stuff and it was just like pretty bonkers. Just just really scary stuff but i don't know i think i what i think if i'm going to make a suggestion if your family wants to know what's happening there's a mercury reporter 
uh, Alex Zelensky, she and a couple other people are doing a good job at, at talking about what's happening and it's very realistic and, and you know, it's, it's, uh, they're doing good work. I think well, yeah, and there's all kinds of people like, you know, doing live streams and stuff uh, the, uh, on Monday night. I watched a few live streams. People are just going out there and, you know, thousands of people are watching them on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And just showing what's actually happening. But um, I guess but, my point is I'm, I'm really scared. I think this is a really uh, scary turning point ha- having Trump, you know, basically, you know, it's his first step into, you know, t- totalitarian control over, over, you know, he's trying to, you know, bust the narrative that, that, uh, the cities are out of control and, but you know, it doesn't matter if people are buying it. What I'm scared about is that he will, you know, I don't know, move forward. What if, what if he took control of uh, these feds and, and used it as his private army? I mean, that, that would be interesting. Basically. No, I know, but like against citizens, against against you know, like the the Biden camp, you know, <laughs> if, they, if they win. Yeah, I don't know. He's too dumb. He's too lazy. He doesn't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, watching all this stuff go down in Portland, I you know, I have a lot of. Uh, criticisms of the city and the culture of the city but I, that seeing this stuff like really makes me uh i don't know i don't know if proud's the right word because i don't live there anymore but i just feel heartened by seeing people like coming out and putting themselves on the line like that yeah. like you know no irony you know uh nothing like i just think it's really amazing to see people like putting themselves out there like that and putting them straight in harm's way and like not backing down it's uh pretty incredible to see yeah for sure and it's it's definitely gained a lot of strength but definitely the young people who are on the front lines it's crazy yeah pushing that movement forward yep kudos Uh, to everyone kudos out there stay safe Do do the best you can keep each other safe yep don't bring like phones wear black the riot ribs people or or feeding people and giving them water and all the medics and stuff. And I don't know. It's just really cool to see everyone coming together like that. And you not happening in a lot of other cities. Ted Wheeler speaking tonight or I guess last night. Yeah. Just last night, Ted Wheeler spoke. I wonder what he said. Just giving his lip service, he's just, you know. He, I just picture he's going to come out and he's going to be like blah 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 blah, and then he's like, and then he does the like the Nixon peace sign, and then goes behind it, and then just a wall of tear gas just comes and pepper spray, <laughs> yeah, just, pepper just you know, flashbangs, en- envelops the as he like just goes behind it, just like a cool villain, like a cool sexy nasty villain that that, that has no feeling in his, but you know, no feeling in his downstairs. Yes. Numb. People aren't going to vote for this guy, right? I don't know, man. Well, there's the, there's the write-in for Rayford, and uh, that's picking up steam. But I'm a little worried. But I I kind of feel like it, it's my duty not to to write in because I think I, I think like I think uh, I mean whatever. It's not my vote, but yeah, I I feel like her presence will just help him get elected probably at the end of the day i I mean you should see what it's like here it's definitely more you're seeing people with the stuff on their lawns and people are talking about it quite a bit nuts yeah i think it's a bubble maybe what do i know i don't know if it was just her against him sure but it's not so 
yeah, there is, there is, there is a, you know, it's not as it's not cut and dry. That's yeah. for sure. I would, I would, I would, it would. I'd bet the farm on her if it was just the two of them, but because she's not even on the ballot against someone else who's also, you know, coming at Ted from a progressive point. I just think that, yeah. the, you know, Portland's, there's just not enough people to to split the vote three ways in a way that's like not going to go to the moderate guy that, you know, there's, well, there's a lot of conservative people in, in Portland that, I don't know, who knows, maybe the conservative people hate Ted Wheeler too, they, they should. But. Yeah, I know, I think, I think people don't like Ted Wheeler. I think it's pretty universal at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested yeah, in I'm, finding I'm, out. I'm, let's let's find out. Let's find out. Let's let's watch. Let's pay attention. Um. Yeah. I. You know, I'm not a political analyst. I can barely feed myself. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I get distracted. You know, very very easily by the smells of 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 meats. Or you know things like that. I just I just I can't stop thinking about ham, ham sandwiches. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just walk by my fridge and it makes a weird humming noise, and I'll find myself I'm just listening to the hum, like I'm fixated on it for for hours, and I haven't eaten, and you know I haven't bathed, and there I am. Yeah, I can't. I can't be trusted. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> with with anything. Do not do not trust us. That's the trust the. The the moral of the show. Me. Please don't ever trust me. You have to please, please listen. Don't trust me. <laughs> don't tell my son every day. Don't trust your dad. Don't you know, give me you know uh, responsibilities. Yeah, I cannot. I will let you down. That's all I can do. And on that note. Are we done? You've been listening to Heavy Breather. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are interested, you can go, uh, if you want to check out more episodes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash heavy breather or go to the website heavybreather.net. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you to our, we have some new Patreons. We've been getting steady stream lately, which is nice. Um, we're gonna, uh, are we going to record a new episode tomorrow? Yeah. Today, technically, when this is airing. Yep. So we'll have a new one. We love yep, you guys. Come. Love you all so much. Hope everyone's uh, staying safe. Stay safe. Take care. Love you. See you. See you next time. Bye. Because with all the poverty, heartbreaks and heartaches, ups and downs, opponents smiles, envious frowns, there's still a lot of love and happiness to be found. All you gotta do is hide it down.